It is Tuesday, June second, and this is the railing. Hey, everybody! Adam Jardino with you. The Rail Riders went for a series sweep of the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, and boy, they came up just short. Six-five victory for Lehigh Valley. The Iron Pigs got the scoring started in the first inning with a run off of starting pitcher Randall Delgado. Just his second start with Scranton Wilkesbury after starting the season in independent ball. And he gave up a run in the first, gave up another run in the fourth inning, but that was it. Two runs over six innings, a quality start for Delgado. A far cry from giving up six runs over three innings his first time out against the Syracuse Mets. Bottom of the sixth inning for Scranton Wilkesbury featured a single from Bravik Valera, a double from Ryan McBroom to put runners at second and third with one out. There was an RBI ground out by Logan Morrison to make it 2 1 Iron Pigs, but there were two outs in the inning. Ryan McBroom was at third base, and the batter, Trey Ambergy. The 1 0. Swing and a line drive center field struck well. Romine charges, it drops down in front of him, and the tying run comes home. Tom Eshelman slaps his right thigh in frustration. And this game is knotted at two. The game was tied at two, but the Iron Pigs, a half inning later, scored three times off of the bullpen to make it 5-2. So the Real Riders went into the bottom of the eighth inning thinking that they had a lot of work to do. And they were right. But there was a one-out walk to Ryan McBroom, a one-out single by Logan Morrison, putting runners at the corners. So suddenly the tying run was up, and one swing could tie it. And Trey Ambergy thought that sounded pretty good. Pause. The 1-1 one, one to Ambergy. Crushed it to left field. This is gone. Off the bridge, and we're tied at five. Bottom half of the eighth inning. He didn't get it the first time, but he got it on the third. Trey Ambergy with a game-tying home run off of Luke Leftwich. We're all square fives in the bottom half of the eighth inning. The game tied 5-5, and the Rail Riders had all sorts of momentum. But going to the ninth inning, Lehigh Valley drew four walks off of Joe Harvey. And without a hit, scored a go-ahead run. The Rail Riders got a base runner in the bottom of the ninth. D.D. Gregorius hit by a pitch. So he reached first base. He got hit in the foot. He's fine. He was at first base, and the Rail Riders just couldn't scratch him across to tie the game. And the final was 6-5 for Lehigh Valley. So the Rail Riders now three games up in the IL North with a record of 30-21, and 21, though they took two out of three from their IL North rival Lehigh Valley over the weekend. Yesterday was Sunday, and so we've got our look around the system. We've got reports from all four levels this week, single A with Matt Dean in Charleston, high A with Nick Flamia in Tampa, double A with John Moses in Trenton, and triple A with our very own Adam Marco. First up, Matt Dean. With this look at the Charleston River Dogs, I'm Matt Dean. The River Dogs have held steady going 3-3 three and three in the last week and maintaining a first-place position in the South Atlantic League Southern Division, leading the Lexington Legends by two and a half games after being swept in a doubleheader on Saturday. Center fielder Brandon Lockridge, the Yankees' fifth-round pick out of Troy University last year, has continued to impress, adding newfound power to his all-around game. With six home runs in his last 19, the speedy leadoff man now leads the Riverdogs with eight blasts on the season, all coming in 50 games from the top of Julio Mascara's lineup card. I mean, it's definitely nice being able to put up some some power numbers. It's hasn't really been a you know my game as of my and previously in my career, but um, I mean, I'm just kind of however I can contribute if it's a single, if it's a double. If it's a homer, I mean, whatever is good with me. It's, uh, I mean, obviously it's, it's always fun hitting extra base hits. So. 
The recent turnaround for Lockridge has been essential to the Riverdogs' playoff run. After batting just 169 over his first 19 games of the year, he's hit 319 cents to raise his average nearly 100 points. 28 of his 56 hits have gone for extra bases this year. Former big leaguer and Charleston hitting coach Greg Colbrin talked this week about the adjustments that Lockridge has made. Um, first three weeks, you know, he struggled a little, pitch recognition and things like that, but he also, every time he hit the ball hard, it was right at somebody. As soon as we went to Greenville, you know, he made some adjustments, tried to get the head out a little bit more, be a little bit more aggressive at the plate, and um, he's been swinging the bat ever since. With this look at the River Dogs, I'm Matt Dean. With the Tampa Tarpons, I'm Nick Flamia. On Friday, the Tarpons rally for an 8-7 win in the series opener over Bradenton. Getting the victory with one scoreless frame that night was right-hander Andrew Bellotti. It was the 27-year-old's first win since 2015, when he finished 3-1 with a 2.31 ERA in 17 relief outings with the Tampa Bay Rays. Bellotti injured his shoulder the following season and did not return to the big leagues. The San Diego native left Tampa Bay and signed with Baltimore in 2017, but an elbow injury led to Tommy John surgery. Bellotti returned to action in the Atlantic League this season, striking out the side in his only inning with the Sugarland Skeeters before the Yankees purchased his contract. It's been an experience, I can say, because um, no one ever plans for that. So going from 2015 big leagues to, you know, just a uh, number of injuries after, um, it's tough. Um, but I've been fortunate to have a good support system um, at home and you know, when I was with the Rays, when my injuries kind of started to uh, Baltimore after that um, with my elbow. Um, so it's just the support I've got has really helped me through that. And then just my own mindset, you know, it, it wasn't the end. Um, I've always tried to work hard and, and come back stronger. Bellotti retired six of seven batters he faced while striking out four in his Tarpons debut last week using a mid-90s fastball, a slider, and a changeup. The right-hander says that he's a different pitcher compared to the one drafted by the Rays in the 12th round in 2009. Uh, my first few years, I didn't throw, you know, in the mid-90s like I am now. Um, so I've really transitioned into a power guy. I'm a power pitcher. I'm going to come right at you. With the Trenton Thunder, I'm John Moses. The Thunder worked their way through a tough weather week in their series with Altoona, playing just one full game in their three-game series, before taking the first two games of their series with the Harrisburg Senators, capped off by a 2-1 win on Saturday night. Thunder stand in first place at 32-19, entering play on Sunday, thanks in part to excellent work from right-hander Brooks Kriske at the back end of Trenton's bullpen. Kriske joined the Thunder on April 27th and has become one of the most dominant relievers in the league, allowing just 16 base runners in 14 innings pitched with 17 strikeouts. Right-hander was drafted in the sixth round in 2016 out of the University of Southern California and recently discussed some of his recovery from Tommy John surgery, which knocked him out of action for the entire 2017 season. Uh, obviously it was tough, but um, again, I had, I had people to talk to that have been through it before. It happens to a lot of guys. And um, I knew that I was going to be able to build everything from the ground up. I had a lot of time to be able to make myself better overall. Just trusting that, that the arm was going to be healthy. And um, I think subconsciously you kind of ease up a little bit instead of really letting it eat out there. And uh, I think that's the difference between last year and this year for me. With the Trenton Thunder, I'm John Moses. With this look at the Rail Riders, I'm Adam Marco. Scranton wilkesbury has gone 5-1 since we last talked. A big part of this team's resurgence as of late is Bravik Valera. On Monday, he was named the International League's Player of the Week for May 20th through 26th. Valera 
hit 522 over six games during that span with four walks, two doubles, four home runs, and 12 runs batted in. Since May 20th, the Rail Riders are 9-2 and two, and have forged ahead to first place in the International League's Northern Division. Since joining Scranton Wilkesbury, Valera is hitting 444 over 16 games. Uh, definitely is something that goes back to, you know, just a comfort zone, being able to, you know, make the transition. He's just like you were saying, he's saying that he, he's very aware of, of the, the his, his power and what he's done in the past. And in a way, he's kind of obviously caught a little off guard and, and surprised by it as well. But it's one of those where he also realizes that, you know, coming to this new organization and being able to make that transition to be around a good coaching staff and, and have have hitting coaches that he's able to kind of communicate and go back and forth and, you know, just being comfortable, having that, that trust, that belief in yourself that, you know, you find yourself in a, in a comfortable setting and a place where you're you're not only happy, but you're 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 enjoying things. And I think it's just kind of one of those where it's kind of played itself out to, to be the way it has so far. That's Bravik Valera, as translated by Rail Riders defensive and first base coach Julio Borbon. With the Rail Riders, I'm Adam Marco. Thanks to all those guys for sending their reports our way. And thanks to you for making the rally part of your day. We've got first pitch tonight in Buffalo. There are two games, though it's a little bit wonky. It's not a traditional two seven-inning ball games. This week kicks off ten games in seven days. There are two games Today, Monday, two on Wednesday, and two on Sunday back at home against Syracuse. So six games in four days against Buffalo. Tonight's game one will pick up in the top of the third inning and will go seven innings. There will be a break between games, and then we will have a second seven-inning affair between the Rail Riders and Buffalo Bisons, which will cap off the night. When the first game resumes, Buffalo will have a one nothing lead, and Trey Ambergie will be aboard in the top of the third inning for scranton Wilkesbury as they look to tie or take the lead. The expected starting pitchers today, right-hander Brody Kerner will get the ball in Game 1, and right-hander Raynell Espinal will take the ball in Game 2. Pre-game coverage of all that baseball will begin at 5.05 with Adam Marco and me on the Rail Riders Radio Network, the TuneIn Radio app, and the MILB First Pitch app as well. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later tonight.